Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the 7500 Holt Holtcast. I'm Jack Grimsey and my co-host Robert Lintot tells me that this is episode 80. It is indeed and happy birthday Jack. Today you're turning old. Yeah, I, I already am old. I'm 24 so I mean, that's, that's the point where the, the club uh, kind of looks to move the players on and bring in the next ones from the academy I think. Yeah, I think you're at the point where you can like rent a car without paying all those damn surcharges, right? I thought that was 25. Yeah. <sighs> Damn. Again, the last, year the last birthday you actually look forward to, I guess, technically. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I thought I thought you had. Well, I don't know. Fifty, you get your AARP card. Well, that's well, we're a long way from that. <laughs> if we're still doing the whole cast by the time you turn fifty, someone come shoot us. Yeah, please. I mean, we'll be what in the conference. Yeah, and and at that point, the whole cast will be broadcasting directly to a chip in your brain. We won't even have to broadcast it. Like, no, it'll just be you and I talking to one another, and everyone who wants to will be able to listen in. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully only the people that want to. <laughs> it picks 100 random people around the world, and they've got to listen to us yammer on. Oh, if so, I, I hope it picks Norwich fans, because <laughs> they'll be just as terrible as us. God. And uh... Gabby will still be scoring against them. Gabby will actually be dead, but he'll be pulled out in, as a taxidermied Gabby Agbon Lahore to score, score a goal every time we play. Or just a robot Gabby. <laughs> he, he couldn't be much less mobile than he is. They forgot to, to, to install the patch actually score.exe or <laughs> composed finish.exe, maybe. But. <laughs> I don't know. It it was it must have been just a, a weird day for him Saturday, or maybe he just loves Norwich playing against Norwich because he scored again, or he, he scored for the first time in twenty one games. I don't think it was again. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you can say again when none of us can actually remember the last time he scored. Uh, but yeah, I mean, not only was it a win, it was a win by multiple goals. Exactly. It was the first time all season that Villa scored multiple goals and managed to win the what one. One draw and three losses, I think, mm -hmm. it was before that. Three, three, two losses. Yeah, absolutely. It was. Is there any realm in which you would call that a well played game? No, no. And Norwich could have had at least two goals themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it was. Initially, at the beginning, you know, that was after the match, I was sitting there watching the highlights and I was like, oh my God, that's that was terrifying. Like, they really, we really could have been down early. Mm hmm. But that said, uh, as much as it was kind of hot garbage football, if we could get wins like that every time, I will take hot garbage. Yeah, well, no one expects two, arguably the two worst teams in the division to play you know, <laughs> a great match of great quality. You know, I think, I think Villa did well to win it. If you can't beat the 17th place team, then yes, all hope is gone. You yeah, know, it was it was really disappointing to lose to Norwich in December, and a little I mean a little bit of a revenge. Maybe it's too little, too late, but it yeah, it's still you still feel good about it. Yeah, here's hoping it's not too little, too late. Um, and Norwich is like a good championship team, so if you're looking for where the bar is set, if you can beat teams like that, you're going to be okay in the championship. Yeah, exactly. It's um. The, the only regret I have out of this match is it makes you realize just how important that West Ham match was last Tuesday. Oh, yeah, and it totally, totally blew it. 
Yeah, because if we had been able to get a win there, suddenly it's not just a sliver of hope. It is a legitimate chance that Villa could pull a Leicester. Yeah, at that point, yeah. you're, you're exactly just one point behind Sunderland, and, you know, there's more teams you have to catch than just them, but you have to, you have to catch 19 before you can catch 18, really. <laughs> that sounds like a very uh, wise proverb. You know, well, age, you're no, it's wisdom. Just, it's just technically, the, the, the Sunderland have 20 points and Norwich have 23 still, so, you, I mean, you can't get four for a win. A journey of a thousand miles begins with one Sunderland. <laughs> I believe that was the famous, famous Chinese proverb. <laughs> um, so you had, <laughs> you had these two absolute just BS goals. You had Julian Lescott using his bulbous forehead to poke one in. Yeah, and I mean, he just, he's always been a fairly prolific goal scorer for a defender, but mm-hmm. yeah, and any of the one against Palace. I mean, maybe if, if Lescott scores, it's a guaranteed win. Could you, <laughs> I mean, it has been, but... Small sample size, but I'll take it. Um, at this point, are you happy with Lescott being in the starting 11? As long as Yorisakor is in there with him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because what was it? Even a month and a half ago, Lescott being in the starting 11 was horrible. But the way he's been playing with Akora has actually been quite good. Yeah, um, and, the defense with, for the past few matches has been fairly solid. Yeah, you think you think that has a little bit to do with Mark Bunn? You think maybe he's a little... I mean, like what we saw with Shea Given, is he was better at organizing defense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's hard to say much about Mark Bunn right now because he hasn't really been tested all that much. Yeah, but he hasn't failed either. You know, he, yeah. hasn't, he didn't allow a goal like the one we scored against Palace. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... He's made a few good saves. He has. And what, he he's saved a penalty. Yeah, he's made a few moments where it's just like, oh, God, just catch that ball instead of spiking it into the ground in front of you or something like that. But, I mean, my overall complaints with him are significantly fewer than they were with Guzan. Guzan. Oh, and, Guzan. Yeah, and Bun's vastly exceeded my expectations. I thought it was just... Yeah, whatever. We're trying someone new because we have to, but he's still in there. Yeah, absolutely. If he keeps playing like this, I have no qualms whatsoever about writing him out until the season's over. Yeah, why not? And and you know what? If he actually plays like this for the rest of the season, I think he needs to get a look as uh, you know, a potential starter for next season. I think you could upgrade and do better. Um, but if he plays like this, I don't think it becomes the priority that it might have been otherwise. Yeah, then you can you can try to spend that money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think Guzan is gone in the summer. It's got to um, be. Yeah, but Bun and Steer or Bun and someone else that you bring in are probably fine for the championship, especially if Bun can actually sustain this level of play. Yeah, Bun and Steer, Bun and maybe Benji Segrist, you know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the first half was pretty boring until that last got goal. Um, I was in the middle of photoshopping something, making fun of Villa that I never got to use. Uh, because, like, literally as I hit save on it, he scored. And I was like, well, so much for that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure okay. you have another chance to make fun of Villa, Robert. I was going to say, that's okay. It was not occasion-specific, so it is saved and ready to go. Um, Good. I was going to say, hopefully, you'd have to hope that Norwich go down with us. And then maybe <laughs> a little lighter. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that crazy. I, I made this a universal thing that we could use forever. Great. Uh, 
So, just pretty miserable. I thought Villa were mostly in control in the first half, but it wasn't convincingly so or anything. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't really edging it, and I don't know. It really. It was a match that could have gone either way, but the goal after the goal, I think Villa played a lot better. They had confidence. Mm-hmm, absolutely, and when they came out in the second half, they looked ready to pounce, and pounce they did with that Gabby goal. Um, I'm of two minds on that goal. I mean, the finish was exactly what Gabby needed to do, but boy, were we gifted that goal by one of the stupidest goalkeeping decisions I can remember. Okay, yeah, coming out for the goal, questionable decision. If you're a keeper with good speed, or you do that all the time, that's the move. But anyways, he comes out, and he didn't even have a good angle. He didn't have the the wide side of the goal covered, and Gabby was never going to stick that near post. Yeah, absolutely. A very, like, I mean, his left's okay, but he's pretty right-footed. Yeah, and and it was one of those things where he didn't need to come out of the goal. The defense was racing back. Gabby did not have really a good shot from where he was. He was either going to have to play it inside a little bit, which would have given the defense time to get back onto him, or he was going to have to pass. So he wasn't a threat from where he was. So I have no idea why the keeper came running out, but God bless him for doing that. Yeah, and even even so, you have to give Gabby a lot of credit for getting into that position. He made an amazing run, and his movement up to the up to that was good. Yeah, absolutely, and that's why I'm of two minds of it. Because, you know, despite the mistake, you still have to do things like get yourself in that position. You still have to do things like finish. I mean, how many times have we seen Villa strikers screw up an opportunity that easy just this season? Yeah, even Gabby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially Gabby. Yeah, I was just saying that because he hasn't played that much this year, but. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, and he's got to be the lone striker. He's the, he's the only guy we have right now, so it's it's encouraging. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I hope he can keep it up. I hope he can shut us up. I I still think he's probably done. I still think he's well past his prime and not someone that Villa can really rely on going forward all that much. But I would love nothing more than to have him prove me wrong. Oh, I think I don't know. I think we keep him in the championship, and I think he scores twenty goals. And then if he comes up and maybe he has confidence and he's good again, maybe not. Who knows? I don't know. I still don't buy that he's a 20-goal guy in the championship because while he could tear through the defenses, you still have to be able to finish. And that's not something we've seen consistently from him for years. Yeah, but he's going to have two of the – he's going to have like two one-on-ones per game. Maybe. I I just – he's not he's not been a good enough finisher for me to have any confidence that he can do it with regularity. All right. Well, I mean, we'll we'll have to we'll just have to see about that. Let's let's not see though. Let's stick in the Premier League and sell him over the summer. Yeah, and sell him to a championship team where we we can find out. Hopefully, Remy Guard gets some money this summer because if so, he says he's going to stay. Yeah, absolutely. So after the big win, uh, you know, spirits are buoyed everywhere, and I guess someone finally got Remy Guard to answer the question: Are you going to stick around? And he said, absolutely, if the board will give me money. Yeah, a French, a French radio station. The yep. interview was in French, but we... And your reaction to this the before the podcast was spot on, I thought. What, what were you saying about this? Yeah, obviously, like, duh, because you, I, don't, I didn't think he was going to leave in the first place. And if so, it was only because he was going to get Martin, O'Neill, Martin O'Neill and get no money. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <clears throat> of course... Yeah. He didn't give him money to spend in January, and he admitted it was kind of a kind of a sunk cost. But 
Yeah. What do you think he? What do you think a reasonable budget would be for the summer? <clears throat> before yeah. any sales or anything like that, before outgoing? It depends. And- it depends. Well, I mean, you know, you have Inzagbeer coming off the books, so if you just think of the wages, that's, what, like $5 million? Yeah. I don't know. I think, he, I think he'll have $20 million to spend. Yeah, that would be my guess. Uh, and, and I imagine, I hope that any incoming money from player sales would be given to him as well. I think the most think we'll get is 30 is- unless we really sell, like, Every like if it's a fire sale, like Adama would have to go. Like you have to get money for Grealish. I mean, not for Grealish for Guzen. I don't think Grealish is leaving, but and I don't know. It depends because there's players like Ghana and Vertu. Like maybe they'll go, and if so, you need to replace them with something decent. Yeah, absolutely. I think the board will know that. Yeah, um, but I I do agree with you. I think twenty million is the baseline. Come hell or high water, he should be getting twenty million to spend this summer. Yeah. If not, um, there's no way they'll go back up. Nope, absolutely not. I, I totally agree with that. Because as they're constructed right now, I don't think if you put Villa into the championship right now, you know, and had them, if you drop Villa into the championship at seventh place right now, I don't think they could see it out and get into that playoff contention. Well, you have to be sixth anyways. Well, but... yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh. I, I don't think they could... I don't think they have it in them right now to sort of fight their way up even a couple of spots. I think as they're as they're made right now, they'd probably be about a ninth or tenth place team in the championship. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to argue from what we've seen from them this season. Yeah, so I I think they definitely do have to do something over the summer. They definitely do have to reinvest a little bit over the summer. Yeah, no, but it's I mean, it's good. Yeah. You know the you know the money's going to be. I was just going to move on to the next thing because you know the money's going to be tight. But yeah, I was just saying it's it's good to get confirmation from Remy himself that yeah he's planning on being here. Yeah, I mean that should put an end to that stupid story for a while. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, the next thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, just about the the budgets and moving down to the championship potentially. The club announced that there will be cutbacks on staff. If, or rather, when Aston uh, Villa end up going down, but I mean, it's it's unfortunate, but it's one of the things that happens. I wonder if this just means that Aston Villa can't hire four assistant managers a year next year. Uh, I think it was more like they'd have to scrap like an accountant or something, or like hospitality staff, or I don't know. Yeah, absolutely, and I, you know, I think that's probably reasonable and to be expected it sucks for those who are employed and who may get the pink slip but um i i don't think there's any way around that really yeah i mean the the effect of less money is going to be felt everywhere yeah the the one worry is if those if those staff cuts come to football operations that becomes a problem yeah if i mean if it's to a degree where the club is not able to do what it needs to do to get back to the Premier League. Chief physio sacked. Ooh, yeah, you're <laughs> just gonna have to go to the clinic down the street. <laughs> it's fine, lads. It's free here in the UK. Yeah, you're gonna have to wait a while, probably, but it's free. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry. <clears throat> God. Imagine walking into your local clinic and there's Gabby Agbonlorn nursing a sore hamstring. That was diagnosed as a bruised elbow. 
God. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, there's going to be cuts. There's going to be issues. There's going to be belt tightening next year if we end up going down. Um, the really shitty part of it is if we had just stayed up one more year, if we had gone down, we probably would have had the extra finances to make it so we wouldn't have had to tighten our belts so quickly. Yeah, I mean, probably, but who knows if they would have spent the money appropriately or banked it, really, I guess, I don't know. Are you saying that you may not trust Aston Villa to use money wisely? Mm, you could say that. Huh, that's an interesting viewpoint. Where where does that come from? Oh, just just a hunch. Just a hunch, all right, that's fair. Uh, we'll we'll do a Aston Villa Holtcast uh, therapy session someday. <laughs> maybe maybe after episode one hundred. <laughs> uh, yeah. Robert, Robert has a five hour plus special plan for that. Yep, absolutely. There will be puppets. There will be guests. There will be way too much Holtcast. I don't know. I think we should just go and do something stupid for the 100th episode. If you have ideas for our 100th episode, it's only 20 or so weeks away. Let us know. Yeah. We'll probably take some of them too seriously. <laughs> I think you should rent a biplane and, and live podcast from the air. All right. Live podcast while skydiving. Okay. <laughs> We'll have James uh, take over in case I die. Relegated to the earth. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I guess Robert didn't survive the drop. Yeah, so uh, let's let's go to Twitter questions. We got one from Lucas Taylor fourteen. Uh, who do you think will stay with us when we get relegated? And you made a joke about David Cameron because he can't wait to see us in the Olympic Stadium. I was just making lots of David Cameron jokes today. I'm not sure why. I was in that kind yeah. of mood. Yeah, um, it was a good day. I mean, we already answered one kind of with, with Remy Gard. I think he'll stay. And I guess I said Jack Grealish. I think he'll stay as well. But um, yeah. I, I do think we keep at least a chunk of the French contingent if Remy Gard is around. Uh, Amavi sticks around probably. Uh, yeah, if only because of the injury. Otherwise, and I think I mean, we the, keep... I think there will be bids for Amavi, but I think the if it's up to the club, really, they'll they'll want to keep him. Yeah, I think we'll keep two of three of Ghana, Veratu, and Ayu. Ooh, that would be that would be amazing if so. Yeah, I Even think keeping Ayu, one of three would Ayu be good. Is probably the most likely to go, just because somebody who just comes up to the prem, they could say, okay, let's this is what he could do last year and. Let's get this man who scored three goals. Yeah, but... Yeah, no, I know. I understand. I like IU. I get it. But I'm just saying. Let's, I, I let's think, I mean, our chances of keeping him, I think, are heightened by the fact that he hasn't actually produced all that much. <clears throat> yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that's a big part of it as well. Yeah. Um, I think there's tons of potential there. I think he's absolutely worth keeping. It's... He hasn't, and so that may actually be a help for Villa. Yeah, exactly. The just the poor performances end up being a benefit. Yeah, if you can if it means you can keep players who you didn't think you'd normally be able to keep in such a situation, or that you I mean you'd really like to keep, but they just yeah. didn't work the first year because not everyone adjusts to England the first year. Yeah, exactly. I think Guzan is gone. 
Um, I think Lescott goes to MLS also. I think Lescott's probably gone as well. I would agree with that. Um, maybe Nathan Baker comes in and takes his place. Yeah, I think we I think we buy a, a center back who for five million or something that we could. That's that fits the kind of the mold of Clark, Akora, Baker that around that age. I don't know. I think Richards could be gone. Yeah, I think we can count on Clark next year though, because apparently this was his shit year, and yeah. he just alternates. So next year he's going to be great again. Yeah, exactly. Be back <laughs> so, in business. Just, just plan for that. Uh, in the middle, God, I don't know. I, I think mean, Westwood we, we is probably Acuna, I think Westwood's around. I, the article that was on the Bermuda Mail today that was saying who goes, and they were saying Westwood was too good for the championship, and I just started laughing because. <laughs> He's not like really the midfielder you could bring in if you're going to be a relegation battler because you, I mean, you kind of need someone that's, you think of a defensive midfielder a little, a little tougher that puts in the tackles. I mean, he he could have a, a role in a lot of teams, but I don't. Think, All right, if I don't think it's even limited budgets going out. Yeah, if for just a second we buy the premise that he's too good for the championship, is there any Premier League team that he starts for? No. He's what in baseball we would call a quadruple A player. Yeah, basically. I mean, he's like he could be. He'd be on the bench for a lot of teams. Yeah, I think he'd make the you know the eighteen. But yeah, I, I, I can't buy that though. No, I I think he sticks with us, and I think he's probably quite good in the championship. And I think that would be part of the reason he would stick with us is, you know, prove himself for a year in the championship and just crush down there. Yeah. And either come back up with us or get a deal to a Premier League team after that where he can actually consider starting. Yeah, yeah, I think he's an ideal championship player. Mm, I think Scott Sinclair is probably gone. Really? I think, I mean, Sinclair is another one who's who's destroyed the championship in the past along with that's true. I, it's wages. I know. If they want to dump his wages, I can understand that, but I would actually be in favor of keeping him. Yeah. What about someone like Alan Hutton? Strikes me as someone that I'd be ready to get rid of, but also that's the if kind you of player. Offer, you take it and you run, and even if you have to pay them like twenty bucks and buy them lunch or something. Yeah, I think I think with Alan Hutton, the interesting thing will be is I don't think you're going to get a lot of offers for him, and he's going to be a cheap piece of depth who will not be great but he'll be an adequate player in the championship he is a yeah and then you can standard, you don't have to worry about signing another right back it's whatever yeah he's a standard match day 18 on the bench almost every match in the championship kind of player yeah and he's a guy who can, who can throw in just a terrible tackle because that's what you need in the championship yeah he's the kind of player that i would want to get rid of but he's the kind of player that in reality i think we actually end up having to keep because that sort of depth, if you can get it for free by just keeping players on your roster, I don't think we're going to be in a position to buy much depth next year. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't need to do that. Yeah, so players like that, I think, will end up staying. Um, you know, it might be God, Kieran Richardson might stay for that very same reason. I think is his contract. I don't know. I think his contract's out this uh, year. Please tell me his contract is. If it's up, great. If he has one year on it. Whatever, who cares? We could have, you know, we could have Richardson fill a variety of roles 
next year in the championship, and he's, he's not going to be he's the worst. He's got Waterboy, you've got Kitman, you've got Cleat Cleaner. Yeah, they're, uh, they're of, cutting all the all the all these auxiliary staff positions, and Richardson's just going to do all of them, and his wages will still be twice as much as those people's would have been. Out of contract at the end of this summer, and I don't know when last Dan updated this, um, but I don't remember any of these people signing new contracts. Are Kieran Richardson, uh, Inzogbia, Benji Segrist, uh, Jamois Denassian, Kinsella, and Robinson. Oh yeah, another another one they had on there was was Joe Bennett, and they thought he would leave for greener pastures. Which, oh, I guess I guess Richardson has a contract option for a further year. Okay, it, it it player option or team option? I don't know. It just says option for additional then transfer marked. Please let it be a team option. <laughs> Probably. And please, let the, and please let the team say no to that option. We're gonna decline and respectfully ask to never see you again. <laughs> I I wouldn't even be all that respectful about it. Yeah, whatever. All right, next next one from Gregory Michael, uh, Rose City TID. Can we stop debating? Gabby is going to play the next two at least, and he's going to give us all money to score against Liverpool. And actually looked looked at the odds, and Gabby's four to one to score against Liverpool. If if you want to get on that, but. I, I was really mean, tempted to respond to that tweet and say how much money, because I you're gonna you, you could go on Betfair and you could lay it. I know, and I, I no, he's not gonna score against Liverpool. I'll eat my words. I'm not gonna put money on it because this is one of those things where I know I put down fifty bucks and I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, but it would be pretty funny. <laughs> it's worth it for the story, mate. Yeah, yeah, easily. <laughs> um yeah i mean yeah gabby i hope i mean i hope he does i hope he scores three against liverpool and every game for the rest of the year it'd, it'd be awesome like i've nothing against gabby he's just been bad so i heard that sentence at first as i hope he scores three against liverpool for every game the rest of the year like <laughs> we're playing west brom and he scores three against liverpool that would be funny <laughs> that'd be okay just emergency loans all around the Premier League just so Gabby can yeah. keep scoring against Liverpool. Jurgen Klopp yeah. wakes up in night sweats thinking about Gabby Agvon Lahore. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be priceless. Christian Benteke can't shake, she can't shake this ghost looming over his shoulder. He's going to be wearing Gabby Agvon Lahore pajamas to bed. <laughs> if only I could be like him. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, Gregory is right. We we do need to stop debating it because we've got no one else. He'll be the striker. He's going to be the guy in charge. So he'll be there for a couple of matches, and hopefully he can keep up scoring. And, and you know, as much as I want to give him crap in general, his performance in the last match was really quite good. Yeah, He was disruptive. He was good in possession. He scored the goal, obviously. It was it was a very solid performance. In fact, I think one of our better performances from a striker this year. Yeah. Really so do that again. That. Yeah. Um, all right. And the last one, which is actually the first one we got, um, from Sean Granger at Mr. Granger. Why so much gloom plus team has improved a lot and not far from Leicester this time last year? And then he had a second one. Plus, could we please get new owner over summer if relegated? And... 
I think everyone everyone hopes so. I think Lerner hopes so. So we'll just get that one out of the way. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's just still been a depressing season. We haven't won very much, so it's it's hard to think that anything else is going to happen. I guess. Yeah, it's true. Um, you know, when that Powerball hit, whatever it was, one point one billion here in yeah. the states. I had a thought that, you know, I could buy a ticket, and if I won it and I took the lump sum, I could buy a villa and still have half of the money left over, even after taxes. And I was like, would I, in this fever dream, if I won the Powerball, would I buy Aston Villa? Why not? Because it's a horrible economic decision to make. Owning yeah, a football so club You didn't have all the money yesterday. <laughs> So just piss it away. Save one hundred million exactly. as my nest egg, and the rest of it goes into Villa. You could save ten million and try to go for the champion league, Champions League. Like, <laughs> why not? I'm sure. I'm sure the FA is corrupt enough that if I said, "How much money will it take to keep Villa in the Premier League?" they'd find a way to dock some points somewhere. <laughs> oh well, at least you wouldn't be Derby County. At least at the beginning. Although imagine imagine the fans if some um, some another Yankee asshole ended up buying the club, you've never been to Villa Park, mate. Yeah, yeah, just still just don't show up, like. <laughs> Send James in my stead. James is the new General Kurilak. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I like that idea, and we can make Ellis uh, Tom Fox then. Oh no. That's not fair. And Adam is and Adam is um um, what's his name? Dick Armstadt. Dick. Oh, Hendrik Armstadt. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I was thinking Dick, Dick Advocat. <laughs> it was a long day. I graded student papers. Give me a break. Oh my god, those are those are those are something to see. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, up next, you got the match against Liverpool. It's Sunday. Valentine's Day, I guess, if you do that. It's at yeah. a two, 2 GMT, 9 Eastern. So it's going to be really hurtful if he scores and Christian Benteke does this thing. Yeah. It's going to be the Valentine's Day. Oh, it'll be the Valentine's Day Massacre yeah, when we beat them 5-0. He's definitely due to score. Yeah. Did horrible, horrible cup game against West Ham. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, he's looked like hot junk for them, by the way. Um, yeah, the, how strange is that to see him go and just look terrible? Well, I mean, it's Liverpool's not set up to play with him. No, and that's what we said over the summer. I mean, that was the thing. It was we never really fully understood why Liverpool wanted him because they were not a team that was set up to play to him. Yeah, was especially Rogers. Klopp, Klopp's not set up to play with him either, but he doesn't have anyone else because everyone's hurt. Yeah. It was it was a really bizarre move, but we were happy to take their money. I just wish we had done better with it. But yeah, exactly. You wish Sherwood wasn't the one who got to spend it. Yeah, it still makes my heart break a little bit that that there was nothing to that rumor in January that he was going to come to us for the rest of the season on loan. That would have been so cool. Yeah, but if he was still playing as poorly as he was at Liverpool, he wouldn't have even saved us. So, but you know, he wouldn't have. He would have yeah, come over yeah. and lit it up, and Liverpool fans would have been so angry. It would have been great. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It's it's always a tough match with Liverpool, but Liverpool really have not been all that great this year. I think 
as much as any side is beatable to Aston Villa, I think Liverpool are beatable. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're they're ninth. They have thirty five points, but they have a minus four goal difference. Like they've mm-hmm. they've had their moments where they've been okay and have won some matches, but they've also had some pretty poor pretty poor spells this season. Yeah, absolutely. It's um. I don't even know what to make of that team. I feel like they're one of those teams that, given two years under Klopp, they're going to be incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, you think so. There's no reason to believe they won't be. And next yeah. year, if, they, if they're not in the Europa League, that's one less distraction, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And he can work over the summer making a team in his own identity. Yeah. Um, although now they'll have less money to work with since their board walked back on the 77-pound tickets. Yeah, I guess so. Which good for good for their fans. It, yeah, good for their fans. Absolutely, what a ludicrous thing to do. And, and yeah, and it was. I mean, it was. They they did build a new, brand new stand for 120 million pounds, and you know that's not going to be free. But the the owners have a lot of money, and if you stand up to them, it still shows you can prove something. And they're. Yeah, they, I mean, the thing is that they were they're 59 pound right now. That's a pretty mm-hmm. significant increase. That's so like a, almost like thirty-three percent, basically. Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, and the fact that they were trying to introduce a tiered pricing structure, so based on the opposition. There, yeah, they already have that this year. Yeah, I hate that. Category B game. I I hate that. I hate when American sports teams do that. I hate the fact that. Although I kind of like it in some ways, because usually if the Seattle Mariners come to play the Washington Nationals, we're whatever the cheap ones are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand, I guess, but it's still going to be really a lot more expensive in the secondary market anyway, so don't really think it matters if the club charges six more pounds for it. You yep, know. I totally agree. So good on the Liverpool fans, though, and I thought the protest was, uh, you know, as well as you can with something like that. I thought it was very well organized and very well pulled off. Yeah. Um, it may have cost their team the match, but yeah, maybe. But what's what's a draw against Sunderland when you're already you're not doing anything this season, anyways? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I I thought as loath as I am to get behind Liverpool fans, I thought it was a really good move on their part, and I thought they executed it very well. Yeah. Um. So good on them, and congratulations on the victory against your board. Uh, All right. It does make me a little sad that it's so adversarial that I can say your victory against the board. Yeah. That sucks. But, you know, what can you do? Uh, you want to do over-under, or do you want to do an honest-to-God prediction this time? Um, let's... Over-under... I'll just take... I'll take the, I'll take the over on the over three and a half. I think there's going to be some goals. I was going to say, I was, that's actually where I was going to set the line was three and a half. So over three and a half. Yeah, why do you think not? this is a uh, 4-3 match? Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. 3-2? Yeah, three, I could do probably 3-2. Three, two. Two. I don't know. It's apparently Villa unbeaten in their last four at Villa Park. Is this, is this at Villa Park? Yep. Well, but we were just home. Why does this... Mm-hmm. I'm, okay, they just screwed up the calendar, but whatever. We I guess we haven't been... Five unbeaten in the league since January first, two thousand fifteen. Ooh, so, that seems like a long time ago. That's but what it isn't really. 
that's what it's all about. You know, if, if you're going to be successful in the championship, you have to win. You can't lose at home. Mm-hmm. And even, yeah. in, even in the Premier League, but. <laughs> and Villa are not successful in the Premier League, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would agree with you. I think this is the over. I think it actually has potential to be a really exciting match. I think Benteke ends up scoring. It would not shock me if Benteke ended up scoring a late game winner. Yeah, that would be pretty disheartening. Oh God, yes. But and like, Liverpool would fans be, would suddenly probably talk about be the last. Was. It'd probably just be the last nail in the coffin, though, so then everyone could get over it. Yep, yep. I think so. If we win this, then shit, we're gonna hang on for another week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I. I've got so much writing planned for when it becomes pretty inevitable that Villa are going down, but I just, I'm not willing to pull that trigger yet. I'm not willing to declare this team dead. Yeah, yeah, you got to hang on to that last thread of hope. Yeah, might as well. No harm in it. Writing isn't going anywhere. Um, All right, so, I mean, I guess we've gone with a Liverpool win and the over three and a half. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll go for the Liverpool. All I'll say is it wouldn't surprise me if Christian Benteke broke our hearts. All right. No, better still, I could imagine some situation where it was like a uh, Villa corner and Christian Benteke somehow got an own goal. Oh, that would be amazing. I mean, even though he didn't... Benteke scores in front of the whole ten. And then then gives (laughs) the fans the heart. Yeah, and then the whole ten just goes wild for Christian Benteke. Rips the shirt off. He's got the Villa kit underneath. He loved us all along. Well, I've got my dream scenario now. That would be uh, hilarious. Before we go today, in honor of you becoming an old person at 24, uh, just because 24 is a pretty good age for a footballer, I thought we would play a little game here. No cheating, no Wikipediaing. Uh, we're going to play a game of if you're older or younger than the Aston Villa players. All right, let's do it. All right, and, and if you're the same age, I'm not worried about, you know, if someone is 24 and they were born a couple of months before you, I don't really care. Uh, so your options well, are older, younger. Then they obviously were born a couple months before me because they so that's. Yeah, that's, no one shares your birthday. All right, so Jack Relish, we'll start easy. Are you older or younger than Jack Relish? Older. Oh, you're breaking up on me. Older. I called you an old man. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, like, your internet connection is dying. Oh, I no. called you an old man, and oh, your no. internet decided oh, no. to act like it was old, too. All right. <laughs> next next one. It's, think all right, Jack Relish, you're obviously older. older. Jack Relish is 20 years old. Uh, Gary Gardner. Older. You're older than he is? Yeah. Correct. He By is like 20. Yeah, he is 23 years old. Uh, Gabby Agbonlahar. Younger, because he's a bald old man. He's bald. He's younger than I am, Jack. Yeah, I know. He's, what is he, 28? 29. Oh. Uh, Mark Bunn. Uh, younger, although he still looks a lot better. God damn it, does he? Uh, he is 31 years old. You are correct. Uh, I tried to make these a little more tricky as we went along here. Yours, Akora. Older, but not by a lot. Yep, he is 23. Kieran Clark. Younger. Has to be one. How old do you think he is? Twenty-five. He's twenty-six. Oh. All right. Speaking of Leandro Bacuna. He's uh, he's got to be twenty-five. Ah, he's actually twenty-four. Oh wow. 
You're the same age as Leander Vicuna. Have you done as much with your life or more? <laughs> no, I just lost my internet again. So, so, no. Say that again. Have I done I as said, much what? Have you done as much with your life as Leander Vicuna or more with your life than Leander Vicuna? Probably, probably less. Certainly made a lot less money. <laughs> no. All right, Ashley Westwood. Younger. You are younger than he is? Yeah, by one year, 25 years old. Yeah. All right, down to your last two. Carlos Hill. <laughs> He's, I don't, I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> well, what do you think? I, I could see him being 18 or I could see him being 28. <laughs> you saw him with the backpack where he looked like he was 12. Yeah, exactly. That's why I mean, I have no way. I don't know. Use that as your hint. What is he? He's, he's, is he 23? 23. Nailed yeah. it. And finally, Jordan Ayew. Uh, I think he's 25. I think I'm younger than him. He is 24. Oh. The same age as Jordan Ayew. So in honor of your 24th birthday, I want you to go out and find someone wearing a West Ham shirt and elbow him right in the face. All right, I'll, I'll try to do that. That next, should be your next, 24th next birthday celebration. Yeah. 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 Next time you see a Hammers fan, they're getting an elbow to the face and they don't know why. Yeah. So happy birthday, though. Sorry. I'm sorry glad you could spend it home casting with us. Yeah, I'm, I was happy to do so. I always love doing the pod. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's all we got today, I think. Yep, th that's uh, that's all we have. So remember, still on iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, Google Play, YouTube, whatever you can you can find it on the site, and we'll probably have it out tonight. You can you'll have a chance to get a first listen. I think Robert will post that on Twitter. Follow us there and like us on Facebook as well. And remember that Liverpool match eight. No, it's only eight o'clock for me. Two two p.m. GMT Sunday. Sorry, we, we forgot about a random time zone again. So. I don't know what what time it will be in Mongolia, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyways, uh, I want to thank you for joining us and continuing to read seventy five hundred holt dot com. So for Robert Lintot, I'm Jack Grimsey, and we will see you next time on the Holtcast. <laughs>